Welcome to the Reverse Psychology Rewind. This is a bonus episode discussing the recently released new season of Frasier. It's episode 9, The Fix is In. If you haven't yet watched this episode, you might want to pause this podcast because there will be spoilers. Or don't, just listen to us. You don't care, do you? Anyway, I'm Curtis uh, Shack, and joining me as always is Ryan Sansone. Why, why were you better with my name than you were with your own name again? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing that happens. Well, Curtis... I am I am excited. We're almost through it. Only two episodes to go. Oh, so close. And joining us to celebrate how close we are is a returning guest. It's Lauren Slotmazian. Hi. Thank you for having me. Sorry, are they doing a sequel of this? Is there another season coming or this is it? I love the idea of calling season two of this the sequel. It's really important for Lawrence because he hates series finales, right? Oh, so that's he, true. He needs to know if he can watch the next episode. I had messaged him to ask if he wanted to join this episode or the last episode. And he was like, either's fine, which was very polite. I, I completely forgot he has a moratorium on the last episode. So I'm glad we got oh, you in yeah. on this one. Well, they're going to kill Fraser off in the next episode. So. <laughs> well, so that's actually like legit. Since you came on the uh, the podcast, I, it's been sort of a focus of mine is finality, right? Is Are we building to a second season or are we building to the end of this character as we know it? We'll never see him again. And it's really, it's really hard to tell. Well, he was going senile in this episode. So a little worried about him. <laughs> if you want to take Fraser out, take his out the episode before so Lawrence you you said something uh, when you came on before too uh, you said that sometimes you like the way seasons ended and you kind of just stop there that's very true I, I wondered does that extend further like if you see a really good episode of a show do you just kind of mic drop it like all right it's never gonna get better than this I like where all the characters ended up I'm out I'm not even going to finish the season. So so I've been watching The Crown, and I know Diana. I mean, I know Diana died. So that's it. I'm just done. Spoilers. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Although I did feel sad when they killed her off. Again, I'm just going to spoil the show. What? Because I kind of have gotten to know her. I mean, you know. Welcome to the 90s. <laughs> I watched all The Crown when they released the last season, and I haven't watched any of what they just released. But I remember being really annoyed that they didn't kill her in last season because I thought for sure that the last season she was going they were going to do that part of the story and then when they oh, didn't yeah. I was like oh that's annoying well she that's was like an- driving into a tunnel at the end of the last season and I was like oh this is the part where she died but yeah. no she in fact finished that tunnel and then drove through several more <laughs> for the next three episodes until finally okay finally Curtis were you mad at the because of the tunnel bit or were you just like okay we got Diana she's obviously gonna die let's knock that out season five I assumed that that was the season where they were gonna deal with Diana because they've got like 20 30 years after that to cover so I just assumed that they're gonna knock that whole storyline out in that season yeah but they have 20 30 years to cover I mean I've been around for most of the last bits like there's not a ton to go over I mean the queen dies oh uh, yeah but that just happened yeah i wonder if that's the last episode they just kill her off at the end you know it's gotta be unless we're focusing on megan merkel who plays herself <laughs> does she actually shut the front door so. does she come- oh my god that would be so good maybe harry the the adult harry will finally show up he left he it. left actual crown and joined the tv show <laughs> the tv show crown yeah, yeah yeah. oh my god that would be perfect i i, I actually it's kind of interesting how the crown is struggling to find places in the uk that'll let them film there because they've just pissed off so many people who are so loyal to the royal family oh that's funny i didn't know that that sounds like fraser to the t he just pisses everyone off everywhere he goes he has to leave cities multiple times that's right 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. My gosh, he's running out of cities to go to. He had like a 40-year gap before he was able to return to Boston without riots. Took a long, long time, yeah. Next season, I'll stick him in Austin, you know? Oh, Houston, Houston Texas. That, that would hard, be interesting. It's hard to see him in a hot weather situation. It is. Oh, good point. Yeah. Although he's, get, he's getting old. Maybe Florida's the time. I don't know. Yes! Mm. Frazier in Florida. That's actually got to be season two. <laughs> <laughs> Just going around a little cart, you know, playing go. Frazier the Florida years. <laughs> I mean, if the show was called Florida, Fla- I can't even say it. Florida, Frazier. Florida, Frazier. <laughs> Not the first time I or Frazier has in the show. Frazier has been called Frazier. Ironically, just you two, though. Yeah. Only me and Frazier call him Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> I most certainly did no, not. I heard you say Frazier. You I've been saying my own name for the last 40 know, some odd years. Like I've been to go that way never take <laughs> It's just our thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, should we uh, dive into this episode sure. of Flasher? Yeah, let's check it out. <laughs> well, we still can before we head to Florida. I wrote that girl. Oh, you did you recognize the actress who is playing Freddie's date? Yeah. Oh, who is she? The girl from Greek. There's some big names in this episode, but I did not recognize her. There are big names in this episode? Why, who's in this episode? Andy Daly. That's what I mean. That's well, yeah. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. yeah, we'll, okay. we'll get to him. All right. All right. Thanks, big names. Okay. Yeah, so he brings this woman home, and she is really astute about how expensive things are. She's just tr- picking up things going, this costs $1,500. <laughs> she just knows what things cost. Everyone knows every single thing that's in Fraser's apartment. Like, it doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter who they're trying to date. They're just all over their stuff and know exactly the price points. I am very impressed at how nice his apartment is. Like, it's just well decked out. I would like my living place to be that fancy. Not even fancy, just, like, clean, you know? There's, like, <laughs> there's no clothes on the floor. Like, it's just very, you know, stuff is in the right place. Have you had a TV show for 20 years that was probably super successful from everything we can tell? No, no, I haven't. That's fair. That is what, that's my excuse. That's probably it, yeah. You get that, you get a maid. There's no way Frazier cleans up. Good point. That's actually an excellent point. There's no way that man is making that place look like that. 100%. And we know, we yeah. know Freddie doesn't help either. I'm surprised that didn't come up, that Freddie was like, you won't even let me clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did anybody think that Frazier as a birder didn't track, or did you buy that? Is I don't birder? know. Yeah, someone who's into, into rumps. I had to cut my birding trip short. I'm all the way up Mount Greylock. I think we're going to find a yellow rumped warbler. An area rump inside. Yeah. Where do you go birding in Massachusetts? Mount Greylock. Is that like a Massachusetts thing? He's just looking at pigeons. Pigeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Is Harvard like downtown Boston? I assume it's kind of out of the way. I'm sure there's birds around. It's not actually in the city, but it's pretty like urban. So, I mean, like, did, how did Frazier get there? He says something about going to the mountain, but like what mountain? Yeah, he did. He did mention a mountain. Climb all the way up Mount Greylock. I mean, I know, I know the Appalachians aren't so far. It probably, but that would probably be Western Mass, I would think. Okay, think let's he- get real here. Okay, did he drive there? I mean, it's Boston traffic. I mean, there's no way. He had his driver take him. Again, he's very rich. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> you can explain right. all driver. He's super rich. Yeah. Okay, okay. It does seem like he went by himself, though, which is confusing. Went by himself into a mountain as a man with bad knees. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. <laughs> but I think birding is like a lonely, not a lonely, but like a... Like a I think, nope, I think you said it right. I think it's lonely. Solitary. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think you can't go. I mean, well, I mean, you're not lonely when you're around birds, but you can't go alone, <laughs> I think, right? I think I think you just said a lot about yourself there, Lawrence. <laughs> no, no, just, but you you can't go. You can't go as a group birding because you're going to scare the birds can. away. You have to be quiet. I think I don't think you can go birding as a group. I'm, I'm with you, but I don't think it's because of the logistics of the of the problem. I think it's the social intrigue is just it's tough. It's tough for two people to even be into the same bird let alone birds in general. Uh, we do need to move on from the birds. It's like okay. one minute into the episode. Hey, Curtis, it's the rumps. Thank you. Mm. The rumps. Freddie oh, yeah. Freddy and Frazier have this sort of back and forth. Just call me if you get lost on the way to your room. And remember, shoes off first, then pants. But Freddie, it's time for my bath. You've got me in this button fly. You're going to have to get me out. I don't know why, but every time Freddie messes with Frazier, I think it's pointless and cruel. But every time Frazier does it the other way, I think it's funny. Like, I enjoy when Frazier's taunting Freddie. The Eve bit hits on it really well. Yes. Freddie's fucking annoying. He's extremely punchable. Yeah. Mm. At first, I was annoyed because it was just the two of them. And where's that going to go? <laughs> Pretty soon, she was pointing out what we as an audience have been kind of saying all season, which is that he's obnoxious and annoying and doesn't come off good when he's being self-righteous. 100%. I did appreciate the jab where he was like, like you did with your father. And I was like, okay, good. I, you know what? That was a good parallel to the old show. I, I thought that was a good snappy remark. I, I, I like this show when there are snappy remarks. That's what I'm watching. That one was good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They're doing some real good calling out this season, calling out like Frazier's relationship to Marty in this episode. You yeah. see a lot of Alan doing the same thing. And it, I think that is good. I think that's where the show can, can shine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it makes sense that Freddie is so eager to be a handyman? He's so excited to fix something. This is another Freddy plot line where you, we're just like trying to rush in every single plot line that like a son and dad can have. It's just so annoying. It's like we could easily punt this to season two, never cover it. Either one. Either one would have been fine. I don't have a season two. All of these are options we can employ. We did so much of that stuff in the front half of the season. Like, I'd have, why are we hitting this stuff over the head every single, like every other episode, there's some issue. I mean, not just that, but also like we talked last episode about how he doesn't really have a character because every episode, he's starting over with a new thing. This this episode, he, he's at kind of handy and really wants to be useful, I guess. Like that's not come up once this entire season. No, I think this that's is the first point. episode where Fraser Frazier's part doesn't make a ton of sense either. Um, Yeah, I don't, because for the most part, Frazier has been clicking. He's like, Kelsey Grammer's been on fire. The characters made sense all the way through and the things around him that haven't made as much sense. They kind of do it with the fireman episode too, where you're just like, do you, you don't care that much. You were away from your kid for 20 years on purpose. Like you're really now not going to let him do a single thing because you felt so bad for over 20 years. Like I'm not buying that. No. Well, and it's too absurdity, right? Like it's one thing to right, say, right. I, it's one thing to say, I want to provide, I want to give him everything because I never gave him anything. But when he's telling you what he wants and you're saying, I will not give you the thing you want because the thing you want is, is letting you give me something. Like, it, just, it doesn't add up. He's a psychiatrist. The part that kind of threw me off, I guess we're kind of jumping to the end here. The end That's okay. They could have just done like a classic plot line, you know, dude living with dad, dad doesn't want to feel old or something, but they had to make it this whole complicated cycle oh I feel guilty about not being there for Freddy so I'm trying to overcompensate with my independence I mean it's just kind of like some mental twists there I would have preferred if they just said like I don't want to seem like I'm old in front of my son you know that I can buy yeah the whole like twisty turny thing I mean I get it but I also think all right 
Sure. You know? Right. Yeah. No. Or, or that he doesn't want Freddie to do things because he would just rather do them himself. He doesn't want to. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he just he doesn't trust Freddie to do it right, so he just wants to do it himself or that's hire somebody easy. who's I, the professional. I, I wish it was the trust issue. Yeah, I think that's the one we could have focused on. I kind of yeah. liked where where they started the episode with Eve being like, "Yeah, he's going to be at this for like months, but he's going to really get it done right." I thought we could have gone down that avenue and had a lot of fun with it. I really mm-hmm. liked Eve continuing her reign of just messing with people. <laughs> she knows exactly what to tell Fraser to freak him out about Freddie doing this stuff. Do you even buy her story? Because it doesn't make sense that he would have no. done that to a rental. He hasn't stayed put with a single character point. Yeah, scene to scene, he can't be consistent. There's no way he's sticking with a problem. He's admitting he spent the years of Freddy growing up being too distant. But how great would it have been if his whole thing was not trusting Freddy to do things for him? And then when Freddy sort of confronts him, if he's like reveals, well, I don't really trust you to do it right. You know, I don't know that you can do these things right. And then Freddy could come back with like, you didn't build trust with me because you weren't around. Like that's yeah. a you thing. Like that would be great. That's really a, a true thing. Yeah. Why would they have a trust with each other? They, they have no cohesion. That would have been a great episode. Good point. <laughs> We're always writing better episodes on the show. Yeah, we're punching up their episodes. We're, we're not writing from scratch. But they are doing a shit job, so step up. <laughs> More my eleven ninety five back. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they gave you Good Burger too. You'll be fine. There's a whole Alan runner with David. Don't love the David part. Surprise, surprise. But they make a reference to Alan sending his TAs to do errands for him. And he makes reference to having an attic, which I just thought was like, what a bummer. Ruin our belief that he lives in. No, no, had an attic. Also, we don't mm. even know. Maybe, maybe it's the attic of the building he's in. I don't know. I, I don't have to buy that he has a house right now. That could have been six. That could have been 60 TAs ago. I appreciate how desperate you are to cling to this idea that he lives in the office until i see a house i'm not buying it for one second that he lives anywhere but that office he says he would rather retire than have david as his pa yeah i thought that was a the good zinger that one made me laugh that was my first laugh of the episode it was like you totally. and i'll retire well as soon as they tee up the idea that he's there's only one person left i, I think everyone knew david was coming through that oh. door right oh yeah and it's like roll maz ahead of time i actually think it worked out pretty well top to bottom i liked how much fraser and olivia thought it was hilarious that he was going to get saddled with them. I like that he just had to begrudgingly agree. And then I like that he ended up making the most of it. Yeah. Some, really, some really great scenes. The only bit I didn't like with with the Alan storylines, Alan's, I guess, writing the TA handbook into the iPad and yes. somehow immediately updating to to david and he's like oh okay yeah utterly ridiculous that that is how they think technology works <laughs> just so stupid we also end his storyline oh, yeah. with the marshmallows and the lucky charms and i was bothered that why doesn't he like marshmallows he the should stance, only like the, the stances the stance is crazy crazy the other stance- is, time out lawrence you probably don't know this curtis has horrible taste in food he has horrible no, taste in no. taste I was unaware of this. Uh huh. Shockingly bad. And one time when he presented me with three cereal options, they were all the the most generic ever. So I don't believe for one second, Curtis, that you would only choose the marshmallows, even though you're a child. You're you're a brand boy. <laughs> I'm okay, fine. But I I also 
thought it was odd. Correct me, maybe you would know better than me because I don't really eat cereal, but Lucky Charms, are they 50% marshmallows? Because I remember them being like just a few marshmallows compared to how many of the other pieces you get. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I don't know if it's like a weight issue, but they kind of top load the marshmallows. So as you get mm. down to the, to the bottom of the, the box, it becomes less and less. So I, wouldn't yes. be surprised it was, I wouldn't be surprised it was 50-50. Oh, that's interesting. I had no idea. I, I have to say, in that scene, when he mixed the two together again, I thought, oh, he's giving up. This is how he quit. And then sure. he started picking them apart again. I don't get why he did that either. Because he messed it up. He messed it up, right? He messed it up. But you don't have to start from scratch. Just dig for the marshmallow. Like, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. make sense to mix them back together. It would have been funnier if Alan, to be spiteful and mean, he put them back together and made him start over. Yeah. Like, that yes, 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 would have yes, made yes. more sense. That would have been funny. It's David. He doesn't handle things well. That's kind of been that. If you're going right. to give him one character trait, it's he handles problems poorly. Now, yeah. hold on. What are the Lucky Charms? What are they? I've never had them. What do they taste like? What? Whoa. I just never what? eaten them. Is it? So there's marshmallows and I've seen the commercial. We need to, before we were going to answer your questions, but first you need to answer ours. So, um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, here um, we go. Is that because, because you're Canadian, correct? Whoa. So okay. it's, of course they have them in Canada. I just okay, that was gonna be my first anti sugar and said, you know, there's there's sugar in them, marshmallows. You can't be eating that. Okay. So I just never ate cereal growing up. You guys only do maple syrup, I forgot. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just I just never ate them growing up because uh It was a sugar mother, thing. Well, I never I never ate cereal, period. I was about uh, to say hey. what's what's your cereal history? Because that I really gotta know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I started getting into special K when I went to college. Oh, you and Curtis are gonna be best buds. I mean special, special K is K is great. Sushke is great. <laughs> You're like, I was so, you know, controlled and repressed, and I'm going to really let loose. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to rebel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the dehydrated strawberries. Mm, I've got, so good. I mean, they are good, but I've got a special friend at home. What, uh, <laughs> just, have you expanded past that? Or are you just like, I found it. Special K is the peak of cereal technology, dehydrated I, fruit, and no, some no, flakes. No, 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 Okay, okay, okay. When I'm in hotels, you know the hotels with the free breakfast, like the Holiday and Express? Yeah, continental breakfast. The thing I live for? Yes, I do. Frosted flakes? That's like the one time I eat them is when I'm at like a hotel breakfast. You know? It's a little treat. I, I, lo- I love a little nib nib. There's no way I'd go to, to Lucky Charms. There's too much sugar. But, oh, Special K with sugar coating? I'm in. <laughs> I just sad because there's no dehydrated strawberries. In the right, fair enough. I mean, that's what's missing. Now, the Frosted Flakes is the tiger, right? Like, the, yes. they were great. Yeah, More than good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're at the free breakfast, they probably got a bowl of really sad strawberries that are fresh. Are you passing on the waffle maker? Is that what we're talking about? Or is this the ones that only have the cereal? You know what? I do I do like to nibble on the waffles from time to time. But uh, yeah, it's it's complicated because you got to fill up the little the little cup and you got to put it on the on the grill and you got to... I'm too impatient. I won't, I won't do a waffle at a free breakfast because it requires what? too much time. Oh, yeah. Can't do it. I'm worried about burning myself on the on the grill nah <laughs> can't burn yourself in frosted flakes that's all i can say there's the amazing scene where it's him and fraser talking fraser's issues alan comes in like he's like i don't know an imperial leader right he comes yeah. in like he's part a member of the crown as sovereign i have made very few requests let alone demands in return for the service i have given this country David Laces. The way he walks in the door is so good. It's like, I, I want him to be a leader of, of a free world, a, a tyranny, whatever. I want to watch it. It was great. It was. I just really want a scene where David goes through a tunnel now. Like, I would love to, oh my <laughs> love God. to see that. <laughs> 
Are you talking about one where you hope he dies and then he doesn't, or one where he actually dies? Well, obviously, I would want one where he dies, but of course, this show is going to really drag that out. Give you the tease, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be on season three before we get that. I appreciated <laughs> that he made the kid drink the tea, like the leftovers. Did you see that? Did he make him, or was that just how he chose to dispose of it? Fair. I assumed that his order was, you have to finish whatever I leave behind. Or maybe he was just thirsty. I mean, we all get thirsty from time to time. You know water's not giving him any water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did I call him water? Yes, you did, but that's okay. We knew what you meant. <laughs> Alan's not giving him any water. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, you called you called Alan water? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And water's I not think, giving him any water. I think making some weird joke that, like, he we saw him drinking water and that wasn't enough. There's some weird chemistry oh, no. joke you were trying to make oh no are we bad at podcasts i think we're bad at podcasting no anyway this is good this is good <laughs> Now, when are we talking about the plumber? We're coming. We haven't done the buzzer. So he goes to fix the buzzer and then he sees some water. I don't know how, because I don't fix buzzers, but he somehow noticed that there was a water leak going into the electrical, which feels like a very big problem. But, <laughs> you know, he figured it out with a hole that doesn't match up with the buzzer whatsoever. I don't know what that hole's doing. You would think a fireman would be more concerned about water next to electricity. Actually, yeah. what was interesting is he mentioned that he had to redo like the ball of the electric now i think ball and cap is a type of electrical wiring from the early 1900s which would make sense in like old boston no no i'm serious i'm okay. serious i'm I serious mean, no, no, this, is the thing. this is the thing it's actually like a very dangerous these things just light on fire is it called <laughs> ball and cap it's definitely not called ball and cap so i'm clearly as, off on a different as the show's electrician we don't know what you're talking about we just assume you're correct oh i meant tube and knob anyway never mind okay. he did say the... he did say tube and knob yeah he did right. say tube right he did say this something like that. i think i think he said tube and knob really okay so those are two phrases that mean nothing to me i googled this tube and knob looks shady as fuck oh it's from the early 1900s you know when they were still deciding between direct courage and alternating and oh, uh oh no yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, many yeah, elephants yeah. had to die to set up this building? When Ben Franklin was still figuring these things out. You know I invented electricity. I know. Well, I'm sensing a little electricity right here. Didn't Ben Franklin have syphilis? So I think the buzzer, you know, this is a real fire code issue, actually. So it's all consistent, actually. It all makes a lot of sense to me now. So you're saying kudos to the writers on this one. Yes. Yes, this was a hidden joke that I thought was crap. Wow. Okay. I'll tell you, my friend, she couldn't even get home insurance because this tube and knob thing. She had to wow. get like a special like fire insurance because these places just light on fire. They just ignite. As someone who doesn't know uh, original electricity, I'm, I'm impressed. Thank you. I know nothing about electricity. This is outside my realm. False. But I, I know incorrect. only because my friend just could not get home insurance, uh, which is a problem. You know, it's bad when the insurance company says your house is at such high risk of burning down. We're just not going to cover you. For, like we just we're, we're just going to assume it's going to happen. We do not accept your money. Move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just not going to take your money. It's, enjoy it's gonna enjoy your death trap. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, anyway, speaking, yeah. speaking of a death trap. So Frazier sees the hole that Freddie makes and freaks out. He yells, which not that loud, to be honest, Eve immediately arrives with a bat in her hand. What is this about? Yeah, hard to work out here. Why is Eve Frazier's defense? I guess because he's her he he's paying for her rent. So she has to make sure nothing is amiss. Mm. He can't die. I doubt I doubt he's got something in his uh, his will saying, oh, pay for Eve's apartment the rest of her life. So she needs to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. I don't think the bat's going to do it. Also, does the baby still exist? No, that baby's gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was wondering what had happened to the baby. They only bring the baby up to guilt people into doing things. That's the only time we've, we've not seen the baby. I'm fine with not seeing the baby, but if Eve thinks... 
that someone came into Fraser's apartment to attack him. So she left her baby behind with a bat in hand. But there's like a lot of problems there. Why? I don't understand. How did the package get stolen? It why didn't. didn't she just lock the door? Oh yeah, it didn't get stolen. But why did she think it got stolen? Forget the date. Yeah, issue. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because her apartment's on the in- like the Prime, the Amazon Prime driver, assumingly would have open the door and put the package there no is that not how that works uh, it, it varies by building i know my my current building it's a nightmare trying to get packages they'll leave it at the front door but there's no gate or anything so it's just it's just at the stoop where anybody could just grab it so you know that second line where you put like an apartment number on an address field no. i write leave at the back stairs because it's the only way my things don't get stolen do they do it do they do it do they follow it that's a good question most of the time they're pretty good Put stuff that's like not real. Just like there's no back stairs and just say leave behind the back stairs. Or like put it in the black mailbox. But there's just no mailbox, period. <laughs> just and just see what happens. Oh, my God. It's hard. You know what? It's a hard job. I shouldn't make fun of them. But uh, put it at like 47, you know, but it doesn't actually exist. Apartment 47. <laughs> Why do you love fucking with mail carriers? Like, I'm in. I, w- I want to see this. I'm more interested in why you're interested in never getting your packages again. <laughs> no, he's, inter- he's interested in you never getting your package. <laughs> oh, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I think we're finally there. We can talk about Forrest McNeil, who has arrived as a plumber. Who? It's from the show uh, Review. Life. It's literally all we have. But is it any good? I'm a reviewer, but I don't review food, books, or movies. I review life itself. It's the oh, greatest that's, show. That's supposed to be a good show. Yeah, I'm excited. It's to such try. a good show. It's on Paramount Plus. I was gonna say Andy Daly's great, but I, he's not in anything significant. But supposedly that's really good. Andy Daly is so funny in like so many things, but he's never. I don't. I can't remember him being a significant part of any show. Right? He's always like that guest appearance guy. He is the same guy every single time. He's always the smiley yes. goof, and it works every time. Like some actors, it it rubs the wrong way when it's like, it's just you being you. But I always want Andy Daly to show up in every show. Wow. He's like, he's like, he's like smart ish. So it's actually really weird to see him as a plumber. Well, he's so good as a plumber because he's kind of like, I like that he's forced to do improv and he's not bad. Like the joke isn't that he's so bad at it. I think the joke about confirmation bias. Why are you wearing a jumpsuit with your name on it? Oh, this, well, uh, I'm in the middle of an experiment right now that explores the assumptions people make about blue collar workers. Exactly which psychological theory is that? Exploring? Oh, we should just let the professor well, go. The most relevant theory, of course, is uh, confirmation bias, isn't it? Sometimes my subjects can't see past their own preconceived notions. Lay people, am I right? Oh, that was good writing. That was like the best writing in the whole show from this time. Other than you win, I'll retire. Yeah, 100%. Right. 100%. That was awesome. It's so funny because you are such a, an intellectual that you're like enjoying this like smart joke. I thought the funniest part was when he put his glasses on and they're the gla- type of glasses that separate the bridge. Once again, guest stars a dynamo. He crushes it. The only problem is that he leaves. We don't have him for the rest of the episode. So bummed when he left. 100%. At least bring him back for the scrambled eggs. Whatever. We didn't. If okay. they do a season two and don't make him one of those like he comes back for one episode every year characters, I'll be really mad. Yes. Yeah, the best joke both of you are wrong the best joke is the when freddy's pushing him on the galvanized thing and he just can't help himself i actually have to install some copper piping under the sink most of the pipes here are galvanized but uh that should be fine uh, off you go now i'll see you on campus no 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 look i can't let you do that 
galvanized steel with copper that'll corrode both pipes it'll ruin the entire building loved it it's gonna corrode the pipes that was good is that true is that even true this is my turn to have weirdly yes. knowledgeable information about something yes. i shouldn't know anything about if you have a piping system and you put two different types of metal pipes and connect them they will typically corrode how intriguing especially i think galvanized plumber galvanized <laughs> only really works with galvanized i thought this was also your best use of freddy where he is just a douchebag and we kind of lean into it like him pushing a, a guy where he knowing stuff he shouldn't really know and then pushing that guy into breaking his character thought it worked mm-hmm. i thought all three people worked really well here yeah yeah i agree it was a this one was a good one well i think there's really only one scene left to talk about which is freddy leaves the fridge door open i'm gonna du- i'm gonna double down there's two good uses of freddy on this show okay <laughs> The other one is fucking with his dad who can't move. I noticed when he left the room that he didn't close the fridge door and I thought it was just a continuity error and I was really annoyed that he didn't close the fridge. I was like, you can't just leave the fridge open and then I found out he was doing it to mess with Fraser. I was like, oh no, I'm like Fraser. This was a tactical strike. <laughs> Especially when it started beeping. That was great. Yeah, we, we also now know how to take out Curtis if he ever has both his knees busted. <laughs> pop, pop that fridge door open. He's toast. The only thing that I didn't love with this scene is that he starts by calling Alan. Why wouldn't you call uh, David? David would be there in like 12 seconds. Alan might be hammered already. He might not have time to get over there because he's drunk. I had a similar question. Why is he calling Alan? Like clearly he's the least reliable person he could call. But I didn't think he should be calling David. I thought just scream. Eve will be there in moments flat. With a bat to close the door. (laughs) Eve, go close my fridge or I'm going to die from this fridge noise. I I also didn't realize Alan was such an alcoholic. I mean, I I have concerns, you know. Have you been watching this season? Last episode really hammered that one home. Between the lamp and the stuff, I was like, I mean, I think this is like a private cry for help, you know? He is a classic sitcom lovable alcoholic, not sad, we should be worried about him alcoholic. He's in the norm range without having the... Without having the love life at home. Right. Okay. Okay. Because he he really has nothing going on. There's no reason for him not to be hammered all the time. He's not letting anyone down. I'm not surprised that Ryan, the guy who was in a frat, is defending Alan's alcoholism. And uh, Lawrence, the man who... Uh, to treat himself in college had special K is <laughs> finding this concerning. I'm not defending. I mean, he's, yeah, he's definitely an alcoholic, but like, who cares, right? It's only, <laughs> it's only a problem if it affects your job. He's tenured. It's only a problem if it affects your personal life. He doesn't have one. Get hammered. Go, go for it, Alan. What do I care? <laughs> said that he should have called David because he would be there. Last episode, David threatened to murder Frazier and almost did. You know what? That's true. He probably is still a little salty. David mentions being so coddled as a child. And he he says something that I did not understand. He said he's never eaten an intact grape. Is it a thing to cut up grapes? Yeah, man. You can swallow that and choke. Really? It's a windpipe-sized object. You definitely cut that up. You could definitely cut that up for like a two year Oh, you know what? I misunderstood that. I thought he meant that he's never eaten a grape that wasn't peeled. I thought because <laughs> I thought he had peeled his grapes. That's what he was referring to. I also saw, thought at one point oh. that maybe he was peeling the grapes, but nah, man, that's because... in the chokeable. That's in the chokeable range of foods. Oh yeah, now it makes sense. Okay, now that we know he's never had an intact grape, I'm convinced if he ate one, he wouldn't know how to eat it. He would just swallow it without chewing. That's how we there, kill him. There's off. your there's your tunnel scene. Yes, <laughs> I thought they were skinless grapes. <laughs> oh my god! Now I. 
This is re- this has been enlightening for me, really. This has been enlightening. The only thing we haven't really hit on is Frazier uh, acting as uh, an inept old person for the benefit oh, yeah. of Freddy. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Two different looks of this. The one where he doesn't really get what's going on in the early part, and then in the later part where he's doing Freddy a favor and just has given into it. I guess I'm just curious, like, what's the long-term plan here? Because, like, eventually it's going to come out. There's no long-term plan. Not on Frasier, no. It is a, it's a good question, though. Like, is he just going for a one-off thing? If so, I don't think Frasier has to commit so hard. But it is also pretty funny to commit very hard once. Well, and Frazier does say, I'm not going to do this forever. If this is the relationship for Freddy, it's doomed anyway. It starts with lying about how feeble Frazier is, which she's the only person in America who doesn't recognize Frazier at this point. So. That's right. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. She knows every item in his apartment and how much it costs, but she doesn't know who Frazier <laughs> Crane is. <laughs> Which would be one thing, but all of the firemen, everyone at Harvard, like there's a huge range of people we see know about him. And uh, not this girl. She's like, oh, yeah, you you talk to bananas. Well, fellas, uh, well, let's start with you, Lawrence. Did you think this episode was good, bad or ugly? Compared to the the last one I was a guest on, I think this this one was better. It wasn't super genuine. Uh, There were options. So I'm going to go with. Good. No, hold on. Good, bad, or ugly? We've never defined ugly. It, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't ugly. I mean, it was. It was. It was watchable. No, no. It was. It was uh, pleasurable. <laughs> Not pleasurable. Whoa. It was Whoa. like no, 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 no. What no, were no. you doing while you no, were watching no, this no, 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 no. I was eating shawarma. It was. Um, uh, that would be pleasurable. Oh my god! It was so pleasurable. The garlic sauce and stuff. Mm, my oh god. My oh, can I just say? Sorry. One last thing, which is, I thought he played the demented dude very well. Like that was that was it was nice to see Kelsey Grammer get an opportunity to act on this show. And that was a little bit of good acting. I I, I liked that. So I'm going to say it was good. I, 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 I was pleasured watching it. Again, with that phrase, was pleasured while watching it. What were you doing to that shawarma? <laughs> it was going inside me. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Frazier. Act demented. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, what about you? I didn't have shawarma. I didn't stick any food objects in myself, so I don't. I don't agree. Uh, I actually normally I think I'm the the more optimistic one of this, but I thought this was pretty ugly. This was actually one of the uglier ones we've seen, where there is some good bits. There definitely is. There's this isn't by any means some of the worst jokes we've seen. In fact, across the board, the scenes were fine. They just either didn't work, kind of had a dumb premise, or didn't use enough Andy Daly. Like that was. Uh, that was trouble everywhere through. So I, I think there's plenty of good, there's plenty of bad, uh, which means this was an ugly episode. Uh, for me, I, I want to start by saying that uh, my mom, who has been watching all the episodes and listening to all the podcasts, she commented, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I, I remember there was an episode where I talked about how I really want them to be good. And I, I'm just going to say this one is good because I think it was it was okay. And and, and I, I want these to be good. And my mom, my mom texts me and goes, uh, yeah, you're trying too hard. They're all bad. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't. I don't agree with that. I think there's been some episodes that have been better than than at yeah. least your average TV show. For me, on this episode, I I actually with you, Ryan. I think this one was ugly. As we've been recounting it, I've been kind of enjoying some of the bits we've talked about, and it definitely. I don't think it qualifies as bad. I think there's enough here to again, it's watchable. 
Uh, there are some funny bits. It's not bad, but I don't think I can call it good. It's, you know, as, as much as I'd love to just give it good because Andy Daly is there. It's just, it's just a hodgepodge still. Why stop him halfway into the episode? Exactly. Yeah. Like you've also, got what, Andy Daly. Also, what, was, what, was the wrong, what was the runtime of this episode? Because it felt long. This was like 28. Yeah. Yeah. This is the longer one. 14, 20 of those minutes, not Andy Daly. So what are we doing here? Honestly, I would have loved it if he got eight whole minutes. He did not get in or close to eight whole minutes of this episode. Oh, really? I don't think so. Oh, he's a dynamo. He came in. He came in. He was in two scenes. And he stole the show. Agreed. Well, next week, we are going to be back. And uh, we're going to be dealing with the final bonus episode. Lawrence, we know you're not going to watch. It's episode 10, Reindeer Game. Sounds like there could be some some tunnels. Oh, no. Do you think you will pull the trigger and watch it? Or do you think you're done? I'll do it if I can be invited for one more episode on the podcast. Of course. Of course. I'll do, I'll, I'll do it for that. <laughs> I'll do it for that. Oh, no. I'm so sad. They're going to kill off Ray. Yeah, I don't... I don't... Uh. I don't think this is the series. I think they're going to angle for another season. Best guess. You think so? Yeah. From where we're at right now, yeah. None of this feels like, you know, we just want to put out one last great thing. You wouldn't restock the whole cast, right? Right. You would would try to bring back more people. You would try to make way more callbacks than they're doing. They're trying to tell new stories. Whether or not they're doing it well is one thing, but. They're not. Well, that's going (laughs) to do it for us. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for our theme music. And at this point, if you are still watching Frasier and still listening to us, you probably really like both. So just go ahead and subscribe, rate, review, all that shit. Or don't. I don't really care anymore. Anyway, salute, y'all. I don't know what salute means. Oh, yeah, the girl from Greek. Greek? Oh, is that one of those, um, uh, I don't know what that is. What is Greek? Show about fraternity leaf. Fraternity leaf? Fraternity leaf. Fraternity. Yeah, the leaves of fraternities. No, fraternity uh, leaf. We're on fire today. Yeah, this is going to be a long one. <laughs>